0: What's up? It's The Rant. My name is Jeff Radcliffe, and it is Wednesday, February 17th. I know it's been a while, but I'm back, baby. I am back, and it's good to be back. I needed a little uh, little hiatus there after the Super Bowl, a little exhale. I mean, we're still working behind the scenes for sure. In fact, I got something fun today. We're going to talk about the top skill position free agents or potential free agents, I guess I should say, In this year's class with NFL free agency rapidly approaching here, it's not, you know, we're a month out. We're a month out. We're going to have franchise tags very soon. So there's a lot to talk about there. We're going to get into that in just a few minutes. But first, let me tell you about our sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Did you miss this? Then you need to go check out monkeyknifefight.com. Of course, monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because. MonkeyNightFlight.com is different than other daily fantasy sites. That's because on MonkeyNightFlight.com, there are no salary caps. You don't have to play against the Sharks, and that means anyone has a chance of winning, even you. MonkeyNightFlight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, esports, and of course, football, but some of those are pretty fun right now. NASCAR in particular. I see you, NASCAR. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else? MonkeyKnifeFight.com has a free $5 game for you just for signing up. And if you use the promo code RANT, R-A-N-T, you'll have your first deposit matched instantly up to $50 with a name like MonkeyKnifeFight.com. You can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play Monkeys and Knives and Fights and Sports. Sign up and play today at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Play to MKF and win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. Go check it out. It's pretty cool, like I said. Hey, NASCAR. I know. I know some people are think it's corny. NASCAR DFS kind of fun. Not gonna lie, a little bit, little bit. But uh, we're not gonna talk about that on the show today. Let's dive into these free agents. So free agency starting mid March, March seventeenth. So technically speaking, I guess we are precisely a month out. We'll get some news on franchise tags here soon. We also have some potential players who aren't free agents who will be on the move. So if there are any big trades, of course, we'll cover that on the podcast. Uh, anything like uh, the, you know, we'll the Stafford and Goff thing already have been over that. But you know, if Deshaun Watson is on the move, if Carson Wentz is on the move, heck, even if Sam Darnold's on the move, we will talk about that. Uh, but for now, the big name at quarterback is Mister Dak Prescott. Uh, as of this point we we don't have any clarity in terms of what Dallas is going to do but I do have my hypothesis I really think that what we're going to see is Dallas use the franchise tag for the second straight year that gives him flexibility because at the franchise tag level he's going to play at just under 38 million dollars I think technically it's like 37.7 that's a lot of money I mean, unless you play in the NBA, (laughs) but that's a lot of money. But it actually is probably cheaper than what they're going to have to pay him for a long term deal. And so the thought process here is they tag him, see what he does here this year, because remember, he is coming back from a pretty devastating injury. And if all looks well, okay, now you freaking pay him. I do think he stays in Dallas. I don't think there's any way that he hits the the open market. And honestly, for Dak, that's not really a bad deal. It's not, it's not a great deal. It's not, you know, 200 million guaranteed or something crazy like that. But you're getting paid. He will be the second highest paid or third highest paid. It was the third highest paid quarterback in the NFL this year. I mean, not too shabby and guaranteed too. Not too shabby. So... Not terrible. I think he stays in Dallas. I think that's obviously good for him. I'm not really concerned about the Dallas offense. I think they're going to look good next year. I have a lot of nice pieces in place there, obviously. Believe it or not, the number two name on my list, because I did rank these out, of course, uh, I do have my top free agents big board over at FTNFantasy.com. You can check that bad boy out. Now, it's every free agent, it's not just the skill guys. I'm only going to go over the skill guys here because they have the biggest impact for fantasy purposes, but uh, every free agent there, so I have my big board up. But the next guy on my list is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Hey, he's 38 years old this year, uh, but he could still be a starter. Honestly, if you are a team like, I don't know, New England, (laughs) who might need a quarterback for the short term, and you might not be able to draft one where where you're picking, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think he can still be a starter this year. He's not a high end starter, but I'd actually, I, I think that he's not the bottom of the barrel either. You know, there are other names on this list that I think you'd be much worse off with. So, Fitzy, <laughs> my number two in this year's class. Uh, and keep in mind, at quarterback, it's so rare for a good quarterback to reach free agency. Like, that's why, like, last year with. Um, you know, with Tom Brady, that was almost unprecedented, like, in recent years, probably the biggest name I can remember reaching free agency was Kirk Cousins, and that should say something, right, other than that, like, it's like the Mike Glennons of, you remember Mike Glennon getting a decent contract going to Chicago, it's like that, that's what you get, that's what you get excited over, so Fitzpatrick's actually a pretty reasonably good name uh, here, not terrible, Anyway, uh, Jameis is at three for me. I think Jameis ultimately stays in New Orleans. We don't have a Drew Brees retirement announcement yet. At least I'm not seeing anything. Of course, knowing how things work, I'll record this podcast and then Drew Brees will retire five minutes after I I publish this bad boy. But I think Jameis is the quarterback of the future. I don't think we saw a passing of the audition from Taysom Hill. Cam Newton next on my list. Remember, we're only a few years removed from him being a Super Bowl quarterback and now I don't even think he's a starting level quarterback after what he did this past year. The only place he could possibly start is in Washington because it does seem like Ron Rivera is kind of trying to replicate what he had in Carolina, but that's that's far from a guarantee there as well. Next on my list is Andy Dalton. We're kind of in—is he a bottom bottom of the barrel starter, or uh, more of a capable backup territory with Andy Dalton? I think he's more of a capable backup, but there could be a team in 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 a situation of need, like New England, like Denver, like a couple of these teams, if they don't a trade for a quarterback or b draft a rookie who's capable of you know who they're going to throw out there as a starter right away then Andy Dalton could end up in one of those situations. Now, granted, the problem, of course, with free agency is it happens you know, before the draft, so you really won't know that, uh, but he's going to land somewhere. Now, the next guy on my list is Terod Taylor, I think it's really close between him and Dalton, and I think Terod Taylor could also have the potential to be a starter this year. I think for fantasy purposes, he's a little bit more appealing, obviously, than Andy Dalton, but I just think the likelihood of him being a starter might be a little lower. Again, this is another one. Is Washington a spot for him? Perhaps. Next on my list is Mitchell Trubisky. I think he is out the door there in Chicago. I could see him landing in a situation like Pittsburgh where he's like a backup. Uh, And possibly waiting in the wings for the future. Get excited, Steelers fans! Uh, Jacoby Brissett up next, backup Joe Flacco, basically player coach Mike Glennon, uh, Mike Glennon, and then C.J. Beathard. You're talking just backups there. So let's move over to running back. This is actually a really exciting year at running back when you look at the names on the list. At the top we have Aaron Jones, who oh who indeed Aaron Jones. He's been one of the top running backs in the league, no doubt about it, especially over the last two years here, and while we may have complained about the committee situation in Green Bay, that actually has helped preserve him a little bit, so I don't mind that. And I think what we'll see is, I I ultimately, and I'm sorry if you're a Packers fan and you want to keep him, I ultimately do think they move on from him. I think that plan was already put in place when they drafted A.J. Dillon, and I don't think A.J. Dillon necessarily did anything where you're like, oh, he stinks, that was a waste of pick. I think they're going to give him the benefit of the doubt and uh, roll with him. So I think Jones does make it to free agency. You know, in my top free agents, I have him at 18, so he's a pretty strong free agent, Normally, I would say signing a free agent running back, unless you're signing him as like a veteran backup type presence, like your number two type running back or or something along those lines, usually it's a bad move. I don't know if signing Aaron Jones will be a bad move though. I think that's actually a pretty quality move. I'd love to see him in Arizona. Love to see that. Uh, Chris Carson's next on my list. It does sound like Chris Carson's going to be out. So Rashad Penny, your stock is going up. Carson's 27 years old this season. He's shown us somewhat of an inability to stay healthy. I, I do think his best fantasy days are in the rearview mirror, but he could land you know, sometimes these guys, even if they're on the down slope, they land in a very favorable situation and they can still be quality fantasy backs for, you know, another year or two. Kenyon Drake, uh, also 27 years old, up next. He's on his way out of Arizona. I almost certainly think, and I, you know, again, I think Aaron Jones could be in. Uh, but Kenyon Drake, I think we learned our lesson with him this year. James Conner, after that, man, how the mighty have fallen. James Conner just cannot stay healthy. He really looked like an old 25 year old this year. He'll be 26 next year. I don't think he sticks in Pittsburgh. Le'Veon Bell up next. Um, Does Le'Veon Bell uh, really want to play football? Well, we'll see. Uh,. I'm gonna go to somewhere where I don't have to play a lot, and they'll pay me. I got to get a job like that. Anyway, James White. After that, uh, James White's getting up there as well. He, I mean, the guy's 29 years old. He could certainly stay in New England. You know, sometimes when these guys get to this point in their career, they do sign with their, uh, you know, their pre their their existing team at like a more team friendly type deal. We could see that here. They do have JJ Taylor sort of waiting in the wings as a maybe the next man up. You know how Belichick likes to do that, get similar player types. He's that type of player in the James White uh, sort of spectrum of players. Mike Davis up next. He's 28 years old. He's no spring chicken at this point. Couldn't end up back in Seattle. Jamal Williams, I think he stays in Green Bay. I think he becomes basically like the Green Bay Giovanni Bernard, where they keep him around. He's good in pass pro. He can give you those quality reps there, and then they use A.J. Dillon as their, their early down guy. Carlos Hyde, 30 years old. Rex Burkhead, 31 years old. Marlon Mack, 25 years old. Doesn't it feel like Marlon Mack's like way older than that? <laughs> it's just me. There's some of these players, man. But uh, yeah, I'm not particularly, I, I don't think he has anything beyond this point. Uh, he's not going to stick in Indy because they have their guy of the future and I just don't see anything there for him. I, I could be way off on this one, but I'm at the bottom of my list. Uh, wide receivers also very exciting this year and we will very likely see a big name make it to free agency that is not the top guy on my list though Chris Godwin I do think ultimately sticks in Tampa I think they'd be foolish to let him walk out of the door so re-signing a 25 year old at a premium position in today's NFL yeah it makes sense but my second wide out Alan Robinson I think he walks so this will be the second time he hits free agency in his career so he'll get paid again 28 years old, and think about this. Allen Robinson has never played with a good quarterback. I mean, seriously, think about it. So who's the best pro quarterback Allen Robinson has ever played with? Is it Mitchell Trubisky? (laughs) Like, seriously, it's a legit question. Dude played with Blake Bortles, Nick Foles, Mitchell Trubisky, and let's not forget who his quarterback was. I guess it was, what is his last year at Penn State? Oh yeah, it was Christian Hackenberg. <laughs> I mean, come on. Throw the guy a freaking bone. Like, you cannot make up a list of quarterbacks that is that bad. I-, I couldn't have even dreamed that up. I feel bad for him. I hope he lands in a sexy spot. I really do. Uh Kenny Galladay is my next wide receiver. He's 27 years old. He's sneaky old for the first time reaching free agency or well he- or first time at the end of his you know, rookie contract. I don't think he makes it to free agency. All three Detroit wideouts are free agents, and so I think they keep him in-house. Will Fuller up next. I mean, injury's a constant feature of his career, but he's also been electric when he's on the field. Now, he'll miss the first game due to suspension, but I do think he goes elsewhere. Uh, Juju, very young, 24. You know, think about that. Juju and Galladay are both hitting their first uh, free agency and or potential free agency And there's a three year difference between these guys, basically. So that's to Juju's advantage. I think the Steelers let him walk, honestly. And I hope he lands in a situation where he can be more of the number two and doesn't have to be the alpha. Corey Davis, 26 years old for him. And I do, you know, there's a chance he could stick in Tennessee finally took a little bit of a step forward last year but you know AJ Brown is is the clear top dog there no doubt about that Curtis Samuel he's relatively young at 25 years old not very consistent but has shown some major upside if he gets out of Carolina he could he could be interesting in a new spot Marvin Jones up next 31 for Marvin Jones so getting up there in age I don't know if they re-sign him if he he goes elsewhere, but his best fantasy days are behind him. Same with Antonio Brown. He's 33 years old this year, but he can still be a number three receiver. Up next, we have Nelson Aguilar coming off a strong year for the Raiders. He's already 28 years old. I don't think he's going to be much of a fantasy factor. In fact, I'll just roll through the rest of these guys because there really isn't much here uh, after this point. Sammy Watkins, Danny Amendola, Keelan Cole, Richard Higgins, Rashard Perryman, AJ Green. Yes, I am this low on AJ Green. Larry Fitzgerald. He may re- end up retiring. David Moore, Demir Bird, Willie Sneed, Kenny Stills, Kendrick Bourne, Josh Reynolds. All right, moving over to tight end. There aren't a ton to talk about at tight end, but the big name at the top, Hunter Henry. Of course, uh, I don't think he leaves. Uh, it'd be kind of foolish. For Los Angeles to, to let go of him at this point. So I do think he's re signed before we even get to free agency. Uh, with Henry, we still haven't seen what he's fully capable of. This will be his age 26 season. This is typically when it happens. He has, an, you know, obviously a new offensive system in place. He has an up and coming, budding superstar at quarterback. Uh, all the stars are aligning. All this dude needs to do is stay healthy. Johnu Smith next on my list. He's also 26 years old, has flashed upside, has potential. Does Tennessee let him walk? That's a big question. I don't have that answer for you right now. Rob Gronkowski up next. He'll be back with Tampa next year. And honestly, with how he grew through the season, that's intriguing for next year for fantasy. It's just we have to remember that O.J. Howard will be back. Gerald Everett will be out of Los Angeles almost certainly, so that leaves Tyler Higby there. If Everett lands in a good spot, he could be a bit of a factor. He's only 27 years old. Jared Cook is not 27 years old. He's 34. There's some rumblings he could retire. Anthony Ferkser, I barely know her, also a free agent for the Tennessee Titans. Dan Arnold, who very likely will stay in Arizona, and Trey Burton. There you go. All the free agents of note at the skill positions for us there. This will be a lot of fun. Of course, we'll keep a close eye on all the news. And we're going to get back to some regular podcasting here. We'll get you at least three per week. And in the big weeks, you know, when we're building up to the NFL draft, when we have NFL free agency here, you might even get four. Podcast from yours truly. We'll be back on Friday though uh, with another edition of the podcast. Got some fun stuff coming up. In the meantime, please go review the show. If you're new to the podcast right now, welcome aboard. Happy to have you. If you wouldn't mind stopping by Apple Podcasts, giving the show a review. It's really easy to do. If you have an iPhone, all you have to do is open up that uh, podcast app, scroll to the bottom of my podcast, The Rant with Jeff Radcliffe, click the stars, and you are done ftnfantasy.com, ftnbets.com, ftndaily.com for all your sports betting and fantasy needs across any sport you could think of. We got you covered there. I know some fantasy baseball folks are looking for that right now. Draft season's here. Well, we got you covered over at ftnfantasy.com. At Jeff Ratcliffe on Twitter, at Jeff Ratcliffe on Instagram. Use that hashtag Rat Pack. That way I know you're a listener of the show. Like I said, I'll catch you on the flip side on Friday for another edition of the pod. I'm Jeff Ratcliffe, and I'm out of here.